Blog Talk Radio. power to oppress people, African power to an African people, and black power, it's your brother, uh, National Chairman Yang and Krumah, People's Black Panther Party for Self-Determination, coming again to you on another Tuesday. This time I'm coming from on the road. I truly know what it means to be from the proletariat, from the working class, believe me you, and to and to hold down and participate and play our part in uh, informing enlightening, motivating, inspiring, uh, all of those things for our people's empowerment, liberation, uh, and just advancement. Listen, let's bring our sister on. Sister Seven, we have Sister Seven on with us. Hey, Sister Seven. Oh, look, you know what? I'm talking. I haven't opened your mic. Let's do that. That might, that, uh-oh, that might help. Let's see. One moment. How's that? So seven. Yes. Okay. Okay. Greetings. How, How are, are you? Greetings. Greetings. I'm well. I'm well. I'm well. Coming with just you know sharing with our, sharing with the listening audience. Uh, coming from the road and being a part of the working class. I mean, I had dedicated uh, a couple years to the struggle, and I hadn't. Been out here in the movement. Hey, you know what though? Let's keep it real. I love how his brothers were. That's what we call it dedicated. Brother wasn't working. I let's go. Let's call a spade a spade. Can we talk family? Brother wasn't working. You know, for you revolutionaries, if we dedicated this, okay, yeah, okay. So brother wasn't working for a moment. Brother had to start working, and uh, being a part of the working class, and what I do, you know. Uh, I truck. So I'm all over the part of trucking that I am fortunate enough to do is to go over certain parts of America, you know, and I'm all over. And in my travels, I've been this part, I've been mainly concentrated in the uh, Southeast, South Carolina, Alabama, you know, of course, Georgia, Florida, and things of that nature. And as a revolutionary, you know, us revolutionaries know how it is. You know how it is, Seven. You know, when you're doing your thing, everywhere you go, even though you're at work, only thing you really do is just tone it tone it down. You never stop being who you are. Am I right? Absolutely. 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 So, you know, being a revolutionary, you know, you're always over here commenting. The nation is in such a state 
that everywhere you turn, there's a conversation for a revolutionary. I mean, Mm -hmm. everywhere you turn, storylines, for our fast food brothers and sisters, you know, those who, you know, fast food joints, um, whatever. Everywhere you go, someone's discussing the state of affairs in America, and especially those concerning themselves. And I'm being a race I belong to is black African here in America. Uh, and what stood out the most is as I traveled, I found that in different places, you know how we're always saying, we, have, we must speak to the issues of our people. We must address their concerns. But I found in different places there's different concerns, and what might alarm you may not alarm them. I found that uh, us as black Africans here fit in so many spectrums of American society that our views uh, of what's going on are even different. Really. I've heard, I've you know, everything from the, what I would say is totally absurd to, you know, when you're talking to black people like about police killing unarmed uh, youth and particularly black men, and I'm talking to black men, and he turns around and says, well, you know, if they pull the goddamn pants up, whoa, that to me a revolution is totally, man, come on, man. But to him, yep. it made all the Am yeah. I right, sister? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I've is that? that? What, what, what um, is that, uh? Well, you know, it, it, it's different raising, you know what I'm saying? Uh, being in mm-hmm. the South, I am a, I, I'm a Yankee in the South. And so I see <laughs> and hear a lot of stuff. And I'm sitting here like, did that, man, wait a that, minute. Did, wait did a that minute. black man's name Bubba? You know, I'd be like, wait right. a minute for Let a me second. ask you this, oh, though. Let, yeah. Right. Let me ask you this. Are you a Yankee or a damn Yankee? I'm a damn Yankee, Okay. Oh, you do know the difference. I guess the Southern I told you that. What's the difference? Yes. I, I don't know, but I oh. am. Trust me, that's what they okay. say. So that's they, what they call me, they so say, that's yeah, my answer to Yeah, so you're a damn Yankee. They say yes. a Yankee, a Southern told me a Yankee comes for a visit. A damn Yankee stays. <laughs> yes. Yes, because I, I love you're my Georgia Yankee, Keith. Right. I, I, I'm a right. damn Yankee. I love, I come and I sit on the porch and I like, you yeah, know, drinking yeah, out of mason see. jars. And I mean, I think <laughs> all that, but right. I'm also into having all my rights, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm into having people speak to me the proper light, you know? I, mm-hmm. I got a head full of gray hair, but you call me gal, you're going to, what? You know, mm-hmm. hey, gal, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what, mm-hmm. did you just call me a gal? No, I've but, been, it's been so long since I've been a girl. Okay. I ain't but never you know been a gal, okay? Here's the funny thing, though. Here's, now, here's, here's the funny part. You would come to, you would have some black people tell you you're being a troublemaker. You know, that's a part I, I of am. their Southern culture. Yeah, Are you what they tr- call so down is, here. Is, I'm stirring the water. Yeah. <laughs> so is that, <laughs> speaking to their, is that speaking to their issue, or are we imposing, are we trying to impose a certain social cultural understanding. And and if so, is yeah. that necessary for the process of evolution or revolution? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, and yes. And and, and okay. I, I'm I'm opinionated and I'd love to hear from someone else who, who would like to challenge my opinions. But, you mm-hmm. know, even when I'm up north, there's an education that's needed. Even so no matter where you are there's an education that's needed, no matter where you are. 
you know, because there are times where people start to think, oh, this is the norm. This is just how things are. This is just how we talk. Mm-hmm. When I first got down to, to Macon, Georgia, I needed a translator. Mm-hmm. I'd look at my mm-hmm. boy like, what, what, mm-hmm. did they say? what did they say? Because right. the accent right. was so sick. Now, if you ask them, did they need to learn English, they would tell you mm-hmm. no. And when I corrected mm-hmm. people in, in their wording, they would say I was a troublemaker. But learning Absolutely. to speak properly is not trouble. You know what I'm saying? And so a lot of times when we're educating people, you know, people don't like change. They don't like mm-hmm. change. They don't like doing things new. They don't like all that. So when it comes to um, presenting something that might need to be changed, people don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. No one wants to hear that. Mm-hmm. No one mm-hmm. wants to change. No, no. Because change into what? You know, I, I think in exactly. and then, let me send it out. You're listening to the People's Black Panther Party for self determination, blog talk radio, independence talk radio, man. We're having a discussion. You know what it is. I'm your host, Yang and Kuma. Also joining me is uh our hostess, uh Sister Seven, having real talk. We're talking about where do we see ourselves in this society? You know, and the road thing and it's Sister Seven and I were just discussing uh, you know, as we as I travel the world and being particularly in the South, some of the things that I've seen, some of the things that we may consider issues are not issues to these particular uh, 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 spectrum or demographic of right. people. And Sister right. Southern was saying that she comes down, yes, yeah, she's a troublemaker. She comes down because she believes that elevation, she called it speaking, just using uh, an example with the English, speaking properly, that elevation before revolution, mm-hmm. there must be an elevation. Um, but and, and, okay. and I agree, though, and I'm going to tell you that. I agree. I know people are just saying, oh, well, what is speaking properly? What is speaking mm-hmm. properly? Oh, man, that's the white man's thing. Listen, here's why I agree, because it is a part of us Africans or the neck or black Africans in America, whatever we're calling ourselves, have to embrace some of certain realities. And English is a very big reality of our existence. Yeah, it is. None of you Negroes don't world, speak a second. Most of you Negroes don't speak world. a second language. Yeah, all over the yeah. world. All, all over the world, world. English, is, English is that important all over the world. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we're right here mm-hmm. in America mm-hmm. speaking to 24-7 and, and don't know how to do right. it. Right, and, and here it is, not, not, not England the English at that. Right. The American language, we should say American English, is yeah. all over the world. So, and here, yeah. like, and like Seven said, here we are and we haven't mastered it. Out of and what we'll do, just like I did earlier about saying, you know, man, I had you know was dedicating so many years to the movement. No, brother wasn't working. What we'll do is make excuses for not studying and not bettering ourselves by mastering. Like, oh, that's the white man's language. Okay, so mm-hmm. speak a whole. Yeah. I need you to speak a whole nother language. Then don't speak broken yeah. English because if that's the white man's language, what the hell is broken? I'm not claiming. The hell with that. Eba- they called call it Ebonics, right? Ebonics. I remember they tried us with that. I remember they, they tried they us with that. Did. They tried they to tried validate us. ignorance. That's what they tried to yeah. do. Yeah. They tried to validate yeah. ignorance, and yeah. they tried to say, yeah. this is your ignorant language. Now, okay, I'm from Miami, right? And so mm-hmm. in Miami, we have, like, let's say Cubans. Cubans speak Spanish. But when the mm-hmm. ones come over here to America... They end up speaking Spanglish, which is a combination mm-hmm. of Spanish and English. But never mm-hmm. do they say that's a language. That's right. funny to them. 
You know what I'm right. saying? That's if right. something they say quickly or something, you know, when they're right. with their friends or something like that. It's like when we right. were kids, you learned pig Latin. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. That's not you a language. So don't allow oh. them to tie to you ignorance or something that is not um, the highest caliber. Make them say, no, no, we can learn your English. We can learn your yeah, English. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we can speak absolutely. whatever we want to at home. That's at home. Absolutely. Because That's among at, us. At, 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 but don't try to make parts, them justify that. Right. And even at certain parts, because now when you start to look at, I think that we have to be very careful of what we're calling the white man's culture. Because we're living mm-hmm. into a supremacy. You know, like I was speaking to the young man I'm traveling with now, um, a beautiful young brother by the name of Basil. And, you know, just teasing, I like to throw a little stuff. You know, you have to get real sensational with these young people. You know, you got to throw your Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad on, uh, your Muhammad Ali, or uh, something like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know what, the white man uh, has created, invented brother. He's like, no, nah, man, what, 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 this and that? And I was like, no, nah, nothing. You know, he's taking everybody else's stuff. So I said that to say this. We have to be careful what we're calling white culture now, especially when speaking to uh, the American culture, because we have (laughs) contribute is an understatement. Contribute to the American culture is really an understatement. I think they said bling, bling is in the dictionary. Bling, bling is a word. White people, whoop, there it is. Is yeah. a, I mean, just How, think we have. Go ahead. How about this? I'll, um, they call uh, soul food. They attach that to African Americans, and mm-hmm. it's all this food that is, of course, high in fat, high in cholesterol, mm-hmm. all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you ask uh, a white person in Georgia, they would say that that was southern. They wouldn't say that's a black Southern thing. food, yeah. Because they eat the same they thing. Okay. I've seen it. They I've eat seen it. The, the same New Year's tradition. Listen, go to South Georgia if you don't so, believe it. The sister they, is they, telling that, you what I've seen with my yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah, so they're not, yeah. they don't say that that's African American. They, they mm-hmm. call that Southern. Southern. And they but, cook and, it and they eat it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's southern to them. But even the people that do contribute, see, here's one of the greatest weapons of America, is America is a melding pot. It will mm-hmm. suck your culture, will adapt to it. It is like uh, yeah. putty. You know what I'm saying? It can be molded and shaped. If you have something that is really, America is a trendsetter. If you have something that is really hot and trendsetting, it can be adapted into the American culture. You know, yep, American culture is commercialism, and it will. You know what I'm saying? And they'll use it to broadcast around the world. You'll be watching a Coke commercial, and that joke will be knocking some fifty cent in it. You can find us in the club, dun 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 dun, on a Coke Coca Cola commercial. You know, so they will adapt that thing, send it out to you, broadcast it to the world, because fifty ain't just jumping in your neighborhood. You know, in Africa and Somalia, they they bumping fifty. Uh, as courtesy of um, Western culture being propagated because America's been, capitalism has to sell its product. Capitalism is about production and about getting rid of the production, having people to consume the production. So in order to want a material, you first have to send the commercial first. You have to make the jeans 
You got to make the sneakers cool. You got to make the sports star that makes the sneakers or the rapper or the actor that wears this stuff so that not only can you sell his uh, movies and musics, but you can merchandise off of him. And you must sell that, and you must make it bigger than life to sell it to the world. Oh, speaking of that, man, congratulations to my man Jay Jizzle, the first rapper billionaire. Yes, Jay-Z. Yeah, Good luck, brother. I, you know, I hope you do. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'm not in your pocket, brother. But you know what it is, God. You know what it is, God. You know what you must do. So send a shout out to him. <laughs> run that, homie. No, listen, she said that, Jay. Seven said run that. You know, I learned from Kanye. That nigga crazy. Now, crossing the, the Jay Jizzle. So, nah, she said that. I ain't talking about run it, homie. I'm just talking about taking care of the community, brother. <laughs> Jay-Z. And give Jay-Z his props, you know. Listen, give Jay Z his But no, no, you know, really. So, um, saying that something, so America mails all these coaches, and what white supremacy does is white supremacy claims it. So, white supremacy claims America. There's nothing about America that is white except for them claiming mm-hmm. it. It was the native land, it was our labels and inventions, uh, it was. All of us, it was the whole turmoil of uh, just our being here that made America, you know, made a stamp in American history, world history that set policies, national policies, international policies. It was the Malcolms, the Dr. Kings, you know, uh, from the Nobel Peace Prize winners like Dr. Kings to the nominees, the homies from just being from the hood like the OG Stanley Tupi Williams nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. It was all of jazz, blues. Uh, the whole Hall of Renaissance, man, you name it. Mm-hmm. You name it. We yep. just should, what? Yep. Uh, I like the movie uh, Glory, the 50, I think it was the 51st Massachusetts, right. the, the Fighting Massachusetts, I mean, you know, the Black Panther Tank Battalion, Tuskegee Airmen. You name it. What? What? Right. We are undeniably a part okay. of all this. So to start to give them, oh, this is, uh, is, to, is to give credence to white supremacy, undeserved credit and power to a weak-ass philosophy and ideology of uh, superiority. And I'm not a black supremacist, so I mean any human superiority over a, uh, another human. Now, do I believe people are wicked and inherently uh, evil and have all of these tendencies? Yes. <laughs> but I don't believe oh, Lord. that. That That's a whole other show. That's a whole other okay. show. I had to visit that show. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, with I do believe in uh, humanitarianism and egalitarianism. And what that means, they say, well, you believe in that? Well, what that means for you? I mean, that means everybody's standing lane. You know, his lane is not my lane. You know what I'm saying? I'm not equal to him. I don't want to be equal to him. I don't want to be him. I don't want to be like him. I don't want to eat like him. I don't want to dress like him. I don't want to look like him or smell like him. But stay in his lane. Equality for that means that I respect your lane. I'm not going to come and impose. I'm not going to do to you what what you're doing to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and, okay. and, and that's why it raises the question, like I said, you know, where do we see ourselves in this society? What do you, what's your, you know what, and, and this is a question posing to the listeners, what's your utopic black, black land? 
You know, what what Again, what does that look great like? Question. Great question. Great question. Great um, question. Because I'm sure that looks like different things to different people. You know, um, I don't know if I have a utopic black land where it's just a bunch of us black people. Because um, okay. everybody knows I love Mexicans too. Um, and wow. everybody knows or should wait know there's some black minute, people out there I don't trust. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you have. Why, why do you have? I have Mexicans in my land. So you, I have some Mexicans. You got Mexicans in your land. Do you have me in your land because you like Mexican food? Are you exploiting the Mexicans? <laughs> Am I what? <laughs> exploiting. <laughs> It is common knowledge that when you do allow yourself an indulgence, mm-hmm. you will mm-hmm. eat Mexican. Yes? I, I, I enjoy so, Mexican. I really do. Okay. I do. I enjoy Mexican. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm working on okay. that. I'm working on that. And, and there's some African Americans. Then I'm like, y'all got to up your character if you want to come into my black yeah. land. You know, they yeah. made me the mayor. So I'm like, I need to see a little bit more about you. You know, I want to see you, you know, really prove that you deserve being in my, my black land. So, um, yeah, I, I got it coming in going. You know, everybody not okay. coming in my black land. I heard that. Now, but, but you know what? It, that, it's your land. You have that right. Mm-hmm. You know, you have that right to set the laws. Who can come in and 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 who won't? You know, mm-hmm, what I'm mm-hmm. I think that, that's who's coming whole, in your you black know, land and mine. What does mine mm-hmm. look like? Listen, my. You know what? All black people are welcome in black land. Oh now, whether God. you get to stay in black land is totally up to you. Okay. You welcome. You welcome. Okay. Now, whether you get to stay in black land is totally up to you. So, okay. Yeah, okay. we got some laws. That's that's understandable. We got some laws. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, that's you know, my thing is because I believe in law and order. You know, I believe in law and order. I think that you know, uh, and every every, it, it it's okay to have that. Every people have that law and order. You see that this society has law and order. Unfortunately, they made us criminals. You know, are not just making us criminals, okay. making us criminals because they found a way to get paid off of us. You did, so okay, I, all of it. It it is absolutely ridiculous. They didn't make us criminals; yeah. they made us monsters. Um, yeah. And that's a word I've been hearing a lot of, and it pains me deep inside how mm-hmm. they have how the media makes us who they want us to be at that moment. So mm-hmm. when they're mm-hmm. happy with us. <laughs> and when we're serving a greater mm-hmm. purpose for them, you know, mm-hmm. we can be president. <laughs> oh, absolutely. If you buy into the American dream, you have to buy yes. into the American concept, though. You have to sell yes. any uh, over, any open allegiance to your blackness and buy into an American concept. I'm going to yes. be honest. And look, I'm about to rock the world. Everybody's going to be like, oh, shit, I can't believe Yanga said that. I mean, oh, shoot, excuse me. I can't believe Yanga said that. It would be okay if buying into an American concept would be okay if the American concepts are in the white man, are in the mind of white America, if the American concept wasn't white, wasn't white Protestant. 
Right. White products. And, and, and I don't like think that. that's I don't think that's even unbelievable, revolutionary <laughs> that because the thing about it, America's not white Protestant, you know. Exactly. So we have, exactly. and I think that's the problem. We have um, a population ruling the masses that doesn't yeah. represent the masses. Mm-hmm. So that is the problem. Well, that's been the problem. That's what the masses have been saying. It's been the problem. So what right. you find is not enough of the masses. The, right. Well, the, the well, what they do is they keep it as long as they can police it. You know what I'm saying? It's like you said. Okay, we got the, they got these people coming over here. They allow these people to have their communities. These people police themselves. You know what I'm saying? Just don't mm-hmm. come mess with their Negroes. You know what I'm saying? The, the black man is a is a property of the of of the American experience. The nigger was bred to feed America. The black man is the fuel of America. He works for America. He pays taxes for America. He goes to prison for America. He died for America. He has no allegiance to any other homeland. He has no allegiance to any nationality, any nation, any religion. The black man will change religions like he changed underwear. He won't believe in nothing. He just you know. So I'm telling you. So the black, he, he, the black man and the black woman are ripe for the picking. They're right. Billions of dollars go through their hands, and there's no directed spending. The Jew directed right. spending, he got Israel. You see right. what I'm saying? I mean, He's I know, so I know people and, that, I know foreigners that work in high-paying professions and live mm-hmm. <laughs> very meagerly because they need very all their meagerly. money. To go, to back go back to their country. To, yep. They have yep. an attachment. Just like, you know, that's why I said the, the thing of where do we see ourselves in our society. I was reading the brother's post, and I and I did a live on this, you know, um, talking about this up, uh, uh, resurgence of communism. And with communism comes this atheist understanding, like the brother put on his post, all that hocus pocus sitting around praying, weighing this and that, the real revolution, they didn't, and they jumped to, jumped to action. Listen. Like I tell the brothers, man, that has been the problem of the revolution. We have left our African spirituality. We don't feel yeah. any sense of obligation, responsibility, connection to one another, let alone our ancestors. Man, what would your grandmama say about your actions? What, about what we do? What would the, the what would Harriet Tubman say? What would slaves say? We were people enslaved. You know right. what I'm saying? But when we're de- when we're when we're detached from our history, we don't feel that, man. There's these people that come over here are attached to their to their to themselves, right? You know, right? And and yeah. and you know, we have to stop finding ways to divide this pie. Mm-hmm. That's my problem. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't sit here. Anything that is optional, leave it at the door. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. I woke up this morning, I made full decision that I wanted to be a spiritualist. I wanted to help people see God, okay? That was a decision I made. Just like tomorrow, I can wake up and make a different decision and decide I wanted to be um, anything I wanted to be. Because it's a desire, it's a want, it's a choice. I did not choose to be black. I did not choose to be female. These are two things I have no control over. That has to be a platform for me to stand on the rights of that of being female and being African American, that's it. Everything else is a choice. I choose to be, you know, big or small. 
Mm-hmm. I choose to make money. I choose to be poor. I choose whatever else I'm choosing. It's an active choice. I woke up. I made that choice. And maybe mm-hmm. people may say, well, I, I didn't have a choice. Yeah, you did. You didn't realize when you made it, but you had a choice. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, outside, exactly. so things that you can't control, things that you have no choice in, you have to stand on that. You have to really say, mm-hmm. okay, uh, this is my platform. This is what I'm doing. This is what I have. I feel compelled to do something about it because I know this is something, no matter what goes on in my world, will not change. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's it. Listen, that was well said. I don't think I could have said it any better. That's what it boils down to. It won't change for you. You're black. It won't, it won't change. That's it. Uh, that's and, it. And, and, and you can't change that. And as long as a upper class, and I even want to say upper class, another class of people, the ruling class, see you as a specific uh, being, see you as black, they're going to treat you. I don't care what you call yourself. You know, I don't care what God you pray Absolutely. to, whatever. If they see you yeah. as a nigga, you're going to get the nigga treatment. Yep. I've always said I've that. I've seen it. You know, I've seen and, it. And, and, and from Miami. It's, it's no way. And everybody yeah. wants to be their own little, little pie. And I'm like, okay. Boy, nobody, ooh, yeah, nobody want to be us. Let me send this call sign now. You're listening to the People's Black Panther Party for Self Determination. I'm your chairman, Yang and Kuma, your host, Yang and Kuma, for tonight, man. Enjoy talking to you from on the road. With our hostess, our co-host, Sister Seven, um, and we just rapping about where do we see ourselves in in, in this society, you know, and 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 just really rapping real about uh, how we're perceived, you know, and one of the reasons that we're perceived like that, I think, uh, Sister Seven, is because we're like fish in a barrel, you know, what I'm saying they pick us off like fish in a barrel because we don't really understand the whole concept of nationalism. I think that, first of all, um, I think that we think that it's some complex study of some shit stuff. You know, oh, what's this now? When you say black nationalism, they think you're going to get deep or get into this complex study. Secondly, we have been taught that to put ourselves first is bad. There's no way around it. We have been taught to... Think of ourselves before other people is bad to prefer, you know, like, I mean, it'll be black people check me if we're talking about a job opportunity or something. And I'm like, yeah, if I got two people qualified to do the same thing and one of them black, I'm going with the black dude off the rip. Man, you really can't. I'm going to try to find this. Are you going to go through all that? Man, let me tell you something. I'm not going to find out if somebody can damn straight, who can straighten more paper clips, the fastest and shit. Brother got the job. Thank you, Leroy. You will we'll take you, Tim. Tom, yeah, sorry for you, brother. You know, that's it. Bottom line. Because it's done every day. And you almost can't call it, you hate to call it discrimination, but for those screaming discrimination, I simply say one thing, quit trying to integrate into their shit. How you keep screaming discrimination? They click, they're constantly telling you they can only discriminate because you keep running back, begging, you going to let me work for you. you going to let me work for you. Now, I can understand now, you know, when it gets to the point when that's the only, uh, you know, way to, to earn some sustenance, you know, there's well, no other I way to really. Feed money. I, I, I believe in feed money. What money. I don't believe in working feed, S-E-E-D, feed, feed money. Okay. Yeah. What is that? You know. share, with, share that about feed, what that is. Feed money is 
when you got other plans, you got bigger plans, but you need some money mm-hmm. now to pay this bill right here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of discipline to work and think about the future. Because, like, when you're working right now, you'd like some benefits right now, you know? And mm-hmm. and that's normal. Mm-hmm. That's, that's normal. I understand that. But if you want to do more than just work right now, you have to have a plan. And that mm-hmm. plan is that that's the seed, you know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. you have to have seed money. So if you're trying to open you up a barbershop and you need some chairs and combs and you know what a barbershop means, then, you mm-hmm. know, you, you have to start saving for that, um, find, make, get a loan for that, do whatever. So you may have mm-hmm. to work Papa John's on the day. It's all right. I'd work at Papa John's. I'd have no problems. I'd wear my little uniform. And every mm-hmm. time I said, stay behind Papa John's, I'd be like, mm-hmm, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tomorrow I'm going to put mm-hmm. some work in. Well, I'm going to find you, out the- a good location. Well, here's the whole thing. Here's what I'm, I'm, I'm coming to realize, that there's a whole, uh, like you said, demographic that's being missed because of that. You know what I'm saying? One of the things I'm coming to realize is that, uh, hold on, that the whole, why, why I say that there's a whole demographic being missed is because we don't, I, you know, I don't know if as in the revolutionary movement are we really hitting the working class as hard as we should. Uh, you know, not. talk about the whole thing that you're talking about, feed money to encourage them to, you know, continue through, suffer through for a moment to, you know, get to where you're going to be at so you can start to bring to fruition your bigger dreams. And while there, begin to make better work conditions for your coworkers and yourself. Right. You know, um, mm-hmm. quite a few people, quite a few people that I know have done time. This is not a new thing in our community. Unfortunately, it's a reality. Um, I, I, don't, I think it's like one in every third brother has done some time. And it might be at this point, maybe every 25% of the women, women are starting to do some time, okay? When you do time, that jacks up your credit. It jacks up what you're available for as far as like financial aid and stuff like that. And it makes getting a job difficult, okay? And, you know, there are some of us that have created jobs around these people. Like, okay, I'm, I'm going to build a halfway house. Or, so that means I'm making money because you went inside and I'm, I'm now providing you a service. What I need to see, what I'd like to see more is these very people creating their own jobs. You know what I'm saying? So not going from um, basically the white man's care to um, another system's care, but, you know, finding a way to create economics for themselves, you know. And it takes a minute. Like I said, seed money. It's seed money. But I know entrepreneurs, some of the most successful ones I know, they work because they have to work for themselves. They don't have the option of working for someone else. And so okay. they grind and they grind. And so we have to get to the mm-hmm. point where we're like, we're, we're getting out of this idea of three hots in a cot to, to like, I can't, I got my seed. All I need is some seed money. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Because our community is rich. Don't let them think, don't mm-hmm. let them do or tell you anything else. Our community is rich. We have tons of money. But what we don't yeah. have is enough good seeds out there and people willing to raise their hand and say, hey, I got a seed. I got an idea. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to put my energy into this. And I'm willing to dedicate to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, Makes you know, sense. We, come, we, we, we got it. We already have it. We just have to start to see things. Like, you know, I work with, I tell people I work with knuckleheads all day. I do. I work with juvenile delinquents for the majority uh-huh. of my day. It's not uh-huh. that these kids can't do math. It's just that they don't care about this train leaving uh, Pennsylvania at this time and going to California at that time. They don't care. But ask them to spot some weight. Ask them to read this sign or that sign. Ask them, so uh, like you have developed other skills. These children have learned other skills. Your traditional math may not fit them, but they can mm-hmm. do math. They add mm-hmm. real good. Mm-hmm. Put, make, but you have to make it something that they're interested in. You know? Yeah. So it's like when it comes to the adults, we got to get passionate about something. And that's going to help us to, to move out of these situations. Well, uh, and we better do it quick. It's not like we got a, time, a lot of time to do it. No, we don't. Um, I don't think people know this, but in 2000, I believe it was 2010, um, we are not the majority minority anymore. Hispanics are, okay? And therefore, um, all of the oh, reasons yeah. Oh, yeah. Why, they used to be, why they used to be nice to us <laughs> are mm-hmm. out the window, okay? Because we're not mm-hmm. using the largest number. We're not even the biggest high anymore. So we really have to pay attention um, to the shift that occurred right after that. Because if you notice, I ain't seen no black issues on TV, on, you know, paper, nothing. I ain't seen them. Now all the issues okay. are Hispanic issues. That's right. When you That's go right. in the grocery they store, make... Goya is running it. Okay, <laughs> They have, you know, okay. they have, it's to the point where I think it was like Duncan Hines or whatever makes the they had flan favored um, pudding. Flan is nothing but caramel, okay? But they didn't call right. it caramel. They called it flan because it? they're trying to speak to their language. It's flan. Yeah, yeah. So they're yeah. they're trying to speak yeah. to their language. They don't have pork chop flavor. Oh, they're going to cater you know to them because they spend them dollars. They're going to cater to whoever spends the most dollars. They're going to cater to whoever has the largest number. See, all this is about money. Right, all this is about right. money. Yeah, that's what it boils down to. At the end of yes, the day, when it's all you know, when it's all said and done, yeah, yeah. When you're living in that capitalist society, it all boils down to that dollar. Y'all have to excuse me, man. Like I said, I'm on the, you know, I'm on the road, so now I'm trying to. <laughs> uh, Scrounge and grab something to eat before everything closes around here. Um, but like you said, it's all about that. When it boils down to it, it's all about that dollar. And they're going to cater to the group that's spending it. I think that what ended up happening um, to them with the with, our, with the so-called Hispanic community, 
with the whole so-called Hispanic community. I think that they thought they were going to just bring them over and work them. But, um, you know, like you said, like the whole show is about where do we see ourselves in this society? I think that they had a little clearer vision than um, what was what was expected. You know what I I'm saying? I don't general, think they. I don't I think, think they. They. They were going to be exploited as easily as maybe people believed. Right, and and I think the American people realize they're not going to give us all their money back. If we pay, mm-hmm. if we pay them, they're not going to give us their money back. You know, they eat mm-hmm. with each other. They they in the grocery mm-hmm. store buying food. They grow food. You know what I'm saying. And so they're mm-hmm. not going to be giving all their money over for lobster dinners. They're just not. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, um, yo, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I didn't think about yeah. that. Yeah, that makes sense. They don't eat out. That makes sense. You got to have people to buy your product. You can get the the product made, but if nobody's consuming it, it defeats the purpose. And they're sending their money. Exactly. Like you said, they're sending the money back. They're eating at home. They, yes. It still kills your economy. Man, I did yes. not think about yes. that. Yeah. Yes. So now yeah. you you up yeah. here giving money to people, and these people are taking the money home with them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, wait yeah. a minute, who's going <laughs> to be reinvesting you back into the community? Yeah, it's you know what? I don't know for my thugs out there listening. It's like shooting dice. You know, you're shooting dice and a joker win all your money. You're like, yo, I know you're gonna give me a chance to get some of that money back. <laughs> right, know? right. He's like, nah, right, I'm going home. Right. I didn't want all the right. money. I'm I'm done. I'm good. Yeah, you know, I got that's what I hilarious. wanted. All your money. Yeah. 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 I got what you wanted. <laughs> that I got what you hilarious. want. I got what I want. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. now you got some money, you got the booty, and you gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where's the money? Yeah. See, they, they, so that's why, number one, African Americans are still here <laughs> because they're like, wait, we need somebody. <laughs> and we, got, we still got to get some money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 That's why we're still here. We still yeah. need your money. But, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's the truth. It is the truth. Yeah. You, it is the truth. They don't eat out like that. Look, look at the Koreans. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I look at those. Now I talk about watching people. I watch them, okay. I watch them in mm-hmm. all their um, questionable morals and everything else like that. I watch them. They eat with themselves. Yeah. They spend yeah. money with themselves. I grew up in Miami, Florida. Jews uh, are real, okay. Don't, yeah. Yeah. Jews are so real. All right. And, and it's not, mm-hmm. they don't play the rest. They go to Jewish doctors, Jewish dentists, Jewish schools, Jewish temples. They have, from the time a Jewish child is born until they mm-hmm. get to be an adult, they don't leave their Jewish community. Mm-hmm. They're surrounded mm-hmm. with themselves. They spend money with themselves. No one mm-hmm. else is influencing their children. Mm-hmm. You can't get a job in there. Mm-hmm. You can't even get mm-hmm. any floors in there. Mm-hmm. They, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, but no. That, you know, but they'll tell you and I, how, how is it? You know, and that's my whole thing. Where do we see ourselves in this society? How is it that, uh, and I'm sorry, listen, if, and I know I may have callers that really want to chime in. I'm away from the boards right now. 
<laughs> <laughs> so it's a yeah, it's a it's a real family show. It's real. We're taking you along. I had a central a little insight into your family, your central. I had a central uh, committee meeting, and I got the impression that it was imperative to keep the radio program going. This is what we're doing, brothers and sisters. But yeah. how is it? Right on. Um, so, right on. But here's my question. How is it that, you know, a whole group of people can do that? Can isolate themselves from society, basically yeah. separate, separate yeah. what so many of our people think of from the Honorable Martin Syed Garvey, Elijah Muhammad, Malcolm spoke about it in public New Africa is trying to do it. And you have people who are doing it right under our nose. Uh, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Listen, I, I love it. I think they should do it. Like you said, it has, it has got them a homeland. Uh, it keeps their children intact. It keeps their culture alive. It keeps them vibrant and whatever they're doing. Yeah. They seem to be prosperous and successful at doing it. Keep it on. They are. But what I'm wondering is how that can happen right before our eyes. And we can't grasp it. We can't do it. We can't see it. And to even talk about it for some of us as African people is uh, taboo. Well, you know... One thing that you said the other day that I I uh-huh. really didn't like it when you said it. I didn't like it when you said it, and I, I still don't like it. And that is that we are, are not prepared to resist. Mm. Okay? Like in Atlanta, Georgia, and, and I know my son went to one of the uh, very prestigious, prestigious, uh, well-established, organized, African-American-centered schools. In Atlanta, mm-hmm. there's four to five off the top of my head. But in order to do that, we have to resist free education. You know, in order mm-hmm. to do that, we have to resist the convenience of that school bus coming to your front door. In order to right. do that, we have to resist, um, you know, all of the conveniences. You got to think about it. If it's that easy to get and that easy to do, it, it may not be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we have to resist the, that's the bottom those line. things, but we don't. But we don't. No, we don't. That so, culture you know, resistance, we, like you said. Yeah, yeah. I, I really didn't like it. I didn't like it because when you said it, you were like, "We're not ready to resist, therefore we're not ready to revolt." You know. And I'm sitting here like, "Wow, what am I not ready to resist?" You know, what 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 temptation does this this society have? where I'm going to choose something that I know is not for my, in my best interest or for my children know that it's not in their best interest, but I'm still going to choose it because I'm not ready to resist it. And we have to really come up with a good answer for that. I mean, I lost them. No, yeah. we're still here. I'm letting you carry yeah. the show. Mm-hmm. You did what? No, we're, okay. we're, we're still live. I'm letting you. No, okay. we're still live. I'm letting you carry the show. It's going to be very interesting uh, to have this discussion from a Waffle House full of crackers. Oh, I know they're looking at me now. I don't think they like that word. Oh, wow. So, um, you okay. carry the show. Everybody I can get knows busy. I'm a spiritualist. You know. Everybody knows I'm a spiritualist. You want to pray for the chairman? As he tries to have a black nationalist television, uh, black nationalist radio program, in the middle of um, deep white, white south, not white, white south, and um, 
Waffle House of all things, okay? So um, that's some commitment to <laughs> per, that's some commitment to promoting um, African American understandings, okay? That's a real commitment. So hey, um, we got to do, we have to do, we have to do. You know, we have to do what's around the world every day. I'm confronted with it every day. I don't think anybody was about uh, a over whiteness. You know, just like I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, so here's what it is. Just make yeah, it yeah, it is. Grilled cheese and, and, and you know, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You just give me grilled cheese and apologetic. I don't believe I'm in sorry, being apologetic about who. Absolutely. Okay. Not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You I, know, I'm not going to be, and I stepped out because I wouldn't be vulgar. And yeah, and, and I stepped mm-hmm. out because I want to speak, you know, I want to be able to speak freely, and I'm not going to be vulgar. I wouldn't, right. I'm not going to be offensive because I wouldn't want, you know, I, I do believe in reciprocity. I believe in karma. I believe in doing to others, and I wouldn't want to be in an all-African establishment, a place I'm comfortable with. I'm, you know, chilling, eating, and some white boy coming, damn, there's Niggers, niggers, niggers. Mm-hmm. It's always mm-hmm. niggers. You know. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, let, Tony let's, let's not. Uh, <laughs> Tony <laughs> Robinson. <laughs> Tony Robinson went on a big tirade. <laughs> uh, he went on a nigga tirade. Yeah. And I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. man has lost his is that the guy from Son- <laughs> Is that the guy from Seinfeld? No, no. Tony, Tony Robinson is, is a motivational speaker. And he's basically really? saying that if this word offends you, then you're still um, a slave. Oh, you still you still have missing ties yeah. and everything else like that. And I'm like, N- no, it's offensive because the word's offensive. It was designed to be offensive. Right. It was meant to be offensive in its origin. It is maintained mm-hmm. as something that is offensive. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't make me a slave. It makes me offended. And so, yeah. um, but you know, again. I don't believe in being apologetic about who I am. I am very African-American. And when you see me, you'll know that. And I could be wearing the same jeans and T-shirt as the next one, but they're going to be like, no, there's something Mm. different about these things here. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I wear my hairstyle, African-American. My points Mm -hmm. are African-American. And and that's who I am every day, all day. So, um, and I allow other people to be who they need to be. Whatever you go through over there, go ahead and do that. Be you, do you, mm. but you know, respect me and my space. You know, so and then That's you have it. to have a common understanding for common space. You know, so things mm. like restaurants that is common space. You know, everybody in the restaurant mm. doesn't have to have our same viewpoint and mm. doesn't have to hear our viewpoint. You know, that's a common space. So, common um, space. Yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's common Absolutely. Space. And with that, we're coming up on uh, nine o'clock hour, and like always, really? it has been yeah. It like always, it has been wonderful spending this time, family. Thank you, Seven, so much for um, you know, doing what you do, not just for the party and for the people, but coming on and 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 um, sharing with us on the program. Listen, for everybody that took out of their Tuesday and listen and share with us. We appreciate you. Same thing, though. You know, I'm going to leave you as I greet you. I can't leave you with my jam because I'm not at the studio, man. Um, but I'm going to leave you as I greet you just as powerful, and I mean it just as much as I do when I say it in the beginning of the show and as every time you hear me say it. 
and that's all powers to oppress people. African power to look at these people, look at African power to an African people, and guess what? Black power in this bitch. Peace. Peace.